Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. everyone what's up it's tito your host of the podcast 15 to life the podcast where we talk about life after life in prison so in these podcasts i go back and forth between life out here in the free world and life behind bars talking about a number of things uh ranging from prison politics to fights to deaths to love marriage and the baby carriage you know the whole nine and then getting out and, and dealing with adversity and dealing with the 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 check mark on on your life after you know being incarcerated um and there's so many different topics and different things that i like to talk about um just for awareness but something that that comes up a lot when and i and i don't want to talk bad about anyone but to me it's just ignorance uh, when people hear someone's been locked up for a long time, so you got long-term incarceration, they kind of like automatically just start thinking, well, you know, how could you be in there all this time and not have done something homosexual, right? So we're going to jump into this talk where we're really just going to be talking about gayness in prison, you know, and what what really goes on. So don't get me wrong. Um, are there gay guys in prison? Hell Yes. Are there guys that try to look like women? Hell yes. Are there guys who are undercover? Oh yeah, most definitely. All of the above. Are, and, and are there guys who do that while they're incarcerated and then switch up when they get out? Most definitely. So I did 12 years altogether. And I know... People that, matter of fact, I think the the longest one was almost 50 years he did in prison, you know. Um, now, that individual, um, I'm not going to throw his name out there, but um, I, I didn't, obviously, I wasn't with him the entire time. So, I have no idea what he did um, all those years, right? Um, and and I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what he did, you know. I can speak pretty intelligently about most of the guys I know inside because I tell people we we know each other intimately and when I say intimately not that way what I mean is we're 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 basically fish in the same fishbowl right we're in the same aquarium so there's not a whole lot you're gonna hide from me no matter how hard you try to do it right I'm gonna be able to see it and I'll go, I'll go a little bit off, off of this discussion real quick to say, like, I started working out with a couple of white guys, right? Um, they were working out every day. These were dudes I played sports with and stuff. So they were good people to me, you know, they're not my car, you know, they weren't in my group, but because I'm an other, I can pretty much do a lot of things that other races can't do. So there's no problem me working out with them unless we start having an issue with their group. Right. So, you know, I get I get to talking to these guys a little bit more about a lot of the other stuff they got going on and and you know from addiction and everything and you know trying to stay clean and all this stuff and I'm like oh that's good shit good shit and we're working out we're working out hardcore you know what I mean like trying to see who will tap out first and everything 
And, like, I'm even breaking bread with these guys. You know, like, oh, if I cook, I make them some food. I, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I'll never forget, I went up in one of the dorms where, where this one dude's at. And, you know, guys hang up little curtains. And when I say curtains, it's like a ripped up sheet or a towel or something. Kind of give yourself a little privacy, right? And and a lot of times it's just like just to block off everything else. So if you're watching TV or if you're listening to the radio, like kind of off in your own world. Some guys won't do it because they need to be very aware of everything. And I, I was more like that. And sometimes you do it to block out the light because the lights are always on and you want to sleep. But needs to say, he's got his curtain up and I walk over and I'm really talking with the homie. Um, and I just look over and I'm like, oh, he must be, you know, whatever, busy. And then, like, the curtain falls down and he's in there shooting up. And, like, the the utter look of humility and shame and 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 just, like like, a deer in the headlights... And he starts to, like, literally with a needle in his arm, he he starts to try to explain to me. And I go, hey, bro, you're good, man. Do whatever the fuck you want. And I give my homie dap. You know, I give him a little fist pound. And I'm like, I'm out, man. And I walk off. And he comes running down. And he's, like, trying to explain to me. And I'm like, I I really don't care, man. I hate to say it. Like, we work out together. And, you know, I might even stop that because... Here I am thinking you're on this positive tip and you you're on some bullshit and you you lying to your own people. You know? So needless to say, people will hide shit all the time, right? And then some people just don't give a crap. You know what I mean? They're just out there. So back back to this whole gay thing, right? And I love Dave Chappelle. Shout out Dave if you ever listen, man, like my shit. But anyway, Dave Chappelle says so many things that, one, are funny, but two, very relevant, right? And in a lot of his comedy, he talks about LTBGQ, all the whole nine, right? And then he, he does this one skit where he talks about the Q, and he makes a reference, you know, to someone locked up. And he's like, uh, I'm not gay, I'm just sucking these dicks to pass the time. You'd be surprised, like, no one says that. But that's kind of like how it comes off. And I'll never forget, I, I went out to court when I, mind you, I had 15 of life when I went into prison. Uh, my sentence got overturned conditionally, so I had to go out and fight basically again to see what would, I'd end up getting. And when I went out to court, I'm in the violator building. So it's basically all CDC inmates, right? Because I can't go into regular county jail because if something were to happen, I'm a convicted felon already doing time. So if I were to get in a fight with someone and someone got hurt, they basically got put in harm's way, you know, when they hadn't been convicted yet, which is wrong. It's a weird thing, but it's just how they do it, right? So I'm in there in this in this building with people getting violated, basically. So all these guys have already been in prison. They basically got out. They violated parole. Now they're on their way back. They're going to go do anywhere from 30 days to to a whole year, right? So there's white dudes in there. And I mean, tatted up, you know, old school peckerwood, you know, big dude. And and I remember one of the, the, the county, the sheriff, right? Like the dude's talking to him. And I walk in on the middle of this conversation. But apparently they were having some kind of discussion about dudes being gay and all this stuff and i guess this dude basically kind of said something to the effect of you know that shit ain't gay if you just get your dick sucked or whatever right 
So this the sheriff is kind of getting on him. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, man, I ain't fucking gay. I ain't fucking gay. And he's all, man, it don't matter whether you passing the ball or receiving the ball. You on the team. You're gay. Like, you have to be gay to play on that team. You can't say that because you're on offense or defense, you're not gay. You're gay either way, right? And I remember laughing at it. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, 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 that's true. And, you know, I started thinking about my experiences I already had in county jail and in prison. And in county jail was more like people said they were gay so they could be in a unit with all of the gay people. And like that, that was just it, you know, and I kind of thought some of them did it a little bit for safety, too. But, you know, whatever. But they, they had no problem saying I'm gay and I want to be in there. But in prison, yeah, like this, just like this white dude I'm talking about, there were dudes in there that swore up and down, you know, like gangster crips and and all kinds of other gang bangers and shit. But gay, like, and then I got surprised. I'll never forget. And any of the homies from Solano, if you're listening, you'll probably remember this, but I'll never forget one day, um, and mind you, I'm working as the, the captain's clerk. My celly is the uh, housing clerk. So this punk, you know, this gay dude, looks like a woman, pulls up late in the afternoon, and we're like going home for the day, and and the yard's locked down. We see We see this guy come across. Guy's got tits, like light-skinned. Uh, I, I think the guy was black and Puerto Rican, something black and Filipino, something. Anyway, long hair, like looked like a chick. You know what I mean? And we're both walking back to our building. We're just like, oh, man. Yeah, it's... And, and, and I look over at my cell and I go, you're going to be busy tomorrow because everyone's going to want to have that fool living with them. And he's like, oh, man, oh, man. I, and I'll tell you this, um, no disrespect to any of the Crips out there, uh, but the Crips were in front of that program office at 6 in the morning, super deep, trying to get my celly to, to move this dude in with, with them. Like, they wanted that fool bad. And then, and then, as the next couple of days passed on, uh, people were coming out the woodwork. I'm talking about people that... I would have never thought, never thought that they messed around like that. I would have never in my mind thought they would mess with a punk, period. And they're like, man, man. And apparently this dude started prostituting himself out. So he was doing whatever, giving sexual favors for marijuana, for prison wine or hooch or pruno, whatever you want to call it, you know. Like, he was giving up booty and everything else for all kinds of stuff, and people were signing up left and right. And, I mean, dudes were, like, literally, like, falling in love. And I was like, this is crazy. And I would have never thought it. So, do people do gay shit in prison? Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, my wife's even watched it, but the the lockup where is the, I think they call him the booty bandit or whatever, and... You know, and he's talking about how he preys on on these uh, victims and everything. And uh, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. I've seen some stuff like that, but it's not. Uh, and and don't get me wrong, it, it could be where you're at too. But it's not necessarily like that. Where uh, like a younger guy comes in and like dudes just 
prey on them. But don't get me wrong. If you show too much weakness, those dudes will come out. They will freaking come out of the woodwork. And I've seen it with uh, uh, some of these punks that come in. You know, the dudes that are really flamboyant or try to look like women or whatever. And they do it so much that some of these bigger guys that like that, they muscle up on them. And working in the program office, I'll never forget, we we had one that was uh, Filipino, I believe. And he came up in the office and was like, I, I, I got to go. Um, and started telling about, you know, how his celly was doing all this stuff to him. And um, and I just thought, you know, wow, that's, that's freaking crazy. Like, um, shit really happens, right? And then I'll, I'll say one of the, and I did a podcast, uh, if if you want to hear another story along these lines, uh, check out the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, called called "Going to Store Goes Dark" or "Gets Dark." Anyway, so I never forget. And ironically, we just today is January first, twenty twenty. Um, but uh, I'll never forget. Uh, what year was it? Uh, probably probably New Year's Day on. 2008 I want to say uh mind you I came home 2009 so it it was either the a year or two before I I got out but New Year's you know they always do like a a sweep in the buildings for prunos make sure no one's making alcohol and stuff to you know party up and everything and people do and you know people will hide it and get away with it and all that stuff is you know they They'll do big sweeps to try and do that, but they they never find it all, right? Um, so needless to say, these this white dude, this white dude comes in, younger guy. Um, he'd been at in the building, I want to say three months ish, something like that. But he was gay, um, flamboyant, but not like it's not like he looked like a girl or anything. He was just a gay dude, right? Um, very open about it. It wasn't like he was trying to hide it. Um, and at first, some of these white dudes kind of didn't want him around. And they were all, like, people thought they, they might beat him up and get rid of him, right? Because the guy's, like, tatted up and everything. But he's, like, flamboyantly gay. And for them, that wasn't their their car. It was everyone's tatted up in their hardcore pecker woods, you know? So... This guy is around. Here comes New Year's. You know, people are watching the the ball drop on TV and everything. You know, we're in dorm living. It's not like we can run around, but you know, people are sliding into other people's dorms, saying Happy New Year and everything, all that good stuff. Um, apparently, the these white boys, they all get drunk, right? It's about three of them, if I remember correctly. So about three of them, they're getting drunk, and they and they got the little punk dude with them. Um, Mind you, I, I I can't tell you exactly, but I probably crashed out right after midnight. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I had a phone at that time, so I probably sent out all my little Happy New Year stuff and, you know, hit the hay. Needless to say, the next day, like, there's, there's, there's shit floating around. Like, people are like, oh, man, some shit went down, some shit went down. Uh, that punk dude rolled up. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So everyone's saying like, yeah, he rolled up some, some, some shit went down and like the, the white dudes are all scared and I'm like, what? So needless to say, um, 
the the dude is is basically saying like you know they they like raped him right um but when he rolls up and in case you don't know when you roll up it basically means you roll your crap up and you basically go and tell the cops like i gotta go like i fear for my safety i have to go and they take you off the yard so he rolls up these dudes are still there so everyone's talking about what happened but the guy rolled up but they haven't come to get the guy so usually what happens is when someone rolls up right afterwards you know the the cops basically will say like we're not going to put you in protective custody unless you tell us who did something to you so apparently they he rolls up and these guys are still there um so he must not be giving up the information or whatever at least not at that point but the word has now gone around on the yard so the other whites are telling these dudes like come outside we need to talk and these dudes will not go outside for nothing they were not going outside and we're all waiting for it we're like yeah they're gonna get beat up they're gonna get stabbed something because they did some stupid shit right so needless to say this goes on for a few days next thing you know they're coming in they're, they're getting them all so the guy told or someone else told it don't matter but they come and get these guys then we get word <clears throat> these dudes are all fighting life sentences um they basically charged them with kidnapping and rape because they took this guy over 50 feet from his assigned bunk, which turned it into a kidnapping, and then they violated him sexually, which made it a rape. And I was like, holy shit. And one of these guys was like going home like within a year. Now he's facing, you know, a life sentence uh, because he got drunk in prison for New Year's and wanted to get his dick sucker or something, you know? And I'm like, wow, holy shit, you know? Um, but to answer a lot of your questions about that, yeah, shit does go down in, in there. Um, a lot of it, I'll say, is more consensual. But yeah, there is there is some crazy stuff too. And yes, there are predators in there. And, and predators come in many shapes and sizes in prison from sexual predators that, that will prey on someone who's weak-minded weak-willed scared um but also those same people will prey on people for their canteen for whatever else they may have you know taking their shit um and and it's sad and I'm glad I never was put in a situation where I had to fight or prove myself in, in those respects. Um, but that's not to say it hasn't happened to a number of people. And I can only imagine, you know, what that was like. Um, and, and as far as the homosexuality, it definitely happens. And and um, I will say there's probably some people that went in there not that way and came out that way. But I, I will say this. There's a good number of guys I know that were messing around in there and now they're out and they swear up and down they never did and, you know, or like that was a in their thing and, and it doesn't count. And yeah, I kind of look at them and go, uh-huh, yeah, sure, buddy. Like, like, why don't you mess with dudes out here? Like, what's the difference? It's accepted. Like, what's the big deal? So anyway... Kind of a weird topic, but I felt like, you know, it's something that needs to be talked about. Um, and and once again, um, just to, to clarify, that goes 
for the biggest, hardest core dudes to the ones who don't look like they've even been in prison. Kind of like me. I don't look like I've been in prison. Not that I ever did any of that crap, but I'm just saying. Um, And as far as, like, uh, people watching American Me and stuff, that kind of shit does go down. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some crazy, crazy shit that goes down. Um, but it's not, it's not like in the movies, it's not like it happens every five minutes or every five days or anything like that, but crazy stuff does happen. And when it does, um, you know, everyone always says, you know, I've seen it all. And then they go, Ooh, well, I didn't think that was going to happen. So that's just what it is. Anyway, um, I almost want to say, I hope you didn't enjoy this one, but just, just some more realness from inside and. And the reality is, is there's a lot of these dudes that are out and they're, some of them are married and everything else. And I'm pretty sure they never admitted that they were getting down like that behind the wall. Um, Not to say that everyone out here that messes with a dude that was incarcerated needs to be worried about that. The reality is they're, they're more the exception, definitely not the rule, but you never know, ladies. Anyway, this Tito 15 of life. Hit y'all up next time.